What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Stoppage Time Stooges. Uh, the mood is definitely different, uh, as you can see by the reactions of uh, my friends here. We're going to kick things off with the man in my bottom left corner, which is Jacob, who just had to witness, uh, let's say, an interesting 2-2 draw against Arsenal. Jacob, I think the floor is all yours. Okay. Let me just get myself composed here, so I don't, you know, you know, just big breath. Yep. <laughs> Five. I and again, I and I'm all right. Two two. They were up two nothing, and they and the the game ended at two two, which means they didn't win the friggin' game. <laughs> the last time Chelsea beat Arsenal at Stamford Bridge was twenty eighteen. 2018. And, you know, of course, I'm remind you know, Peter Jury's remind me of old stats. You know, Arsenal have never beaten Chelsea, you know, Chelsea when they've been uh, down and all this crap. And then, of course, right on the spot, you know, why? That's why, why he's one of the Ant best. Why is it Andrew <laughs> Trossard in the game goal? Again, and uh, let me just please let me bet. Again, if you, and I know what people are going to say, well, Jacob, you know, Chelsea Arsenal, that's a tough game. If you, you know, wouldn't you take a point uh, before the game started? And, and but hold on now, circumstance changes things. When you are up to nothing at home, you cannot freaking draw. Okay, that's not acceptable. And Robert Sanchez, where, what planet are you on? <laughs> and the board, Thank you. why are we uh, signing a goalkeeper from Brighton who isn't even good enough to play for freaking Brighton? <laughs> Who wants their scraps? Again, I'm sorry, guys. You can't tell me that he's better than David De Gea. I, I just, I refuse to believe that. I'm sorry. I, I, as bad as David De Gea is in certain things, he's not a, he's not a freaking idiot. Oh. I mean, again, <laughs> why, why? Well, he's, he's, he had a pretty good year even last year, even though everyone said he was terrible. Didn't he win like the golden? What's like the award for? Did yeah. he win that? I don't remember. I, I think he did. So. Yeah, he did. He did. Well, he won that last year, so he's oh, what a scrub he is, huh? But anyway, <laughs> I was. It was two nothing. I'm all delirious. I'm like, you know, maybe you know Chelsea. They may finally beat Arsenal. Maybe my optimism that I never had, but actually had, was warranted. You know, they're not. They're not going to be phased by this gauntlet schedule that they have coming up. You know, I'm finally going to be able to be happy on this podcast. I'm going to be. You know, felt like I just won a. You know, the title, but nope. <laughs> Robert Sanchez said, nope, not today. You know, also my birthday's in three days. So, you know, who knows? Maybe, you know, Chelsea gave me a nice early birthday present. Nope. Nope. <laughs> they had other friggin' plans. Again. And again, the manager deserves a lot of blame here. And this is, I'm going to tell you why. Why are you taking off the entire front three? Why? Tell me why. We had to take them all off. It's not like the bench is littered with stars. It's not like you have Arsenal's bench. I mean, come on! Because when the game was tied at two-two, it was over. Who am I gonna believe it? Noni freaking Madueke, who is just oh my, what a waste! <laughs> this guy does nothing. He's the England under twenty-one star boy. The manager, the manager. He's <laughs> good for England. The, the, oh, is this an England game? It's <laughs> an England. Oh, in England. In England. I do not give a you know what. <laughs> As I was saying, don't he never plays. So why is the manager trusting him now? Tell me how that makes sense. I mean, he. I mean, Mudrik scores the goal, takes him off. Uh, Palmer scores a goal, takes him off. Sterling is really involved, takes him off. So when the game is 2-2, you don't have a shot to win the freaking game, which is what you should be aiming to do. I understand that Arsenal's lethal, and they, they have all these great players, but you... It just, I mean, you can't do that. Your bench isn't littered with stars. I'm sorry. I was even about to be uh, ready to wax poetic about Marco Correa, who I have killed for months and months. But his best friggin' game. I, I sent the text. Bukayo I was Saka like, is the world no ending? <laughs> no, I'm be I mean, I was shocked. I mean, he had Bukayo Saka was, you know, not having his best game. He was not. I mean, both the the back, uh, left back and right back, and Kukurea and Gusto, I thought played relatively well. 
But I'm sorry, that second goal, I understand it was a great pass by Saka and a great finish by Charles. I'm sorry. The the ball is it's it's right by Sanchez's hands. It's right there. I mean, come on. I mean, how many times do I have to sit through this? This team, they never ever win at home. They've won like two freaking games at home in the last year. I mean, even people that I have been killing, Gallagher, who's at, he's starting to turn a corner, and you say, you know what? Maybe he's not terrible. Kukurea. I mean, all these people. I mean, Enzo Fernandez just did nothing today, but that's another story, uh, per usual. But again, it's just not acceptable. You cannot be up two nil at home and concede a draw. I don't. I don't. I don't care how uh, it's a stepping stone. I don't care how young the friggin' team is. I don't care. Win freaking game finish yes i mean do we have to take mutrick out of the game how many times can we take this this guy out of the game after he has good performances it's always a rush why can he play a full 90 please maybe you don't you think his pace would have helped at the end of the game when they needed a goal in a short amount of time hmm i think it would have and, you know, maybe if they got drew a penalty, maybe the guy who scored the other penalty early in the game would have been nice to have him on the field instead of off of the field. And I understand that it's a game of attrition and it's a long game. I'm sorry. A game like that, you have to win. You don't take them off unless they are freaking injured. I'm sorry. I'm I'm not going to make excuses over that. That's You can't take them all out. <sighs> um, and just, again... I've said my piece. I am disgusted with this team. And I've had enough. And now they got this gauntlet schedule. And again, they have Brentford next week, who I think they can beat. I'd like them to beat. But because of, you know, certain people that I know that... Uh, the... Brentford's bigger club. One one particular individual. <laughs> yeah, who's a friend of mine uh, who supports Brentford for some odd reason. But again, like... They have to beat Brentford because then they got like I think they have City, they have Brighton, Newcastle, all these teams, and I think they can beat Brighton. I really do. Oh. Uh, no, I'm serious. I, I, again, I mean, if they won this game today, I would say they're they're gonna freaking run the table. Just because just because you won the freaking Carabao Cup game. <laughs> I mean, they had all this momentum. Evan Ferg is back, baby. Evan Ferg's back. So why wasn't he starting? Evan Ferg's back. He's, he's, he's just coming back. He's just coming back from injury. He's just coming back. Answer the question. We got, we got, I, I did answer it. He's coming back from injury. What's that? What's that? You guys hear, hear, hear that sound? I think it's coming from you. I I heard it. That's what I'm saying. I don't know. I don't think it's don't coming, think from, it's me. coming me. from me. All right. Well, it's gone now. Anyway. Okay. Well, <laughs> whatever. I'll just cut it. Evan Ferg's back. He, he's going to. You know he's reha- he's coming back from his injury. It'll be okay. It'll be okay. By the time we play Chelsea, he'll be in a starting lineup. I don't think Jacob's a believer in that. Uh, believer, don't Evan Ferg believer is in gonna, the same sense, Evan Ferg is the destroyer of worlds. Jacob, you're not ready. Mark Kukurea is not ready for Evan Ferg. Well, he's not going to be marking him anyway, so it's not. Gonna <laughs> no. be Ti- Tiago Silva is not ready. Tiago Silva has faced. Uh, some of the greatest in the game. I don't think he's scared of, you know, uh, little he's Evan Ferguson. He's never faced 18-year-old Evan Ferguson. <laughs> I, I think he'll be fine. Oh, yeah? He's okay. the, well, I'm sorry, Let's he's see. the least of my worries, in all honesty. Wow, wow. Oh, big talk. Big yeah. talk. Give me a break. Big talk for a uh, guy whose team... Big this talk. <laughs> Big talk. Oh. Did you not just hear me? By the, the way, last seven by the way, by the way, are you? Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. It's big talk. Yeah. <laughs> are you? Are you turning on on uh, on Poch? Ooh, that's a good question. Are you turning on Poch? It sounded like it. No, but I was. I I was very frustrated with the fact that I really felt like he really took out all the attacking options, and again, the, it just almost took them out of winning the game. And I that it's really frustrating. And again, the bench is not very deep, so that makes it even tougher. But all of the front three played really well together. Why like, do we have to take them out? Like, can we keep at least one of them in the game? Just one? We gotta take them all out. 
I mean, Sterling's probably the one that should have stayed on the field, I think, for a full 90. If I yeah, had he just one, just as the most experienced just player. One of them, not all of them. I mean, come on. But, but like, listen, you guys played well overall. It's just the, the mistake from Sanchez, which obviously was, like, a huge, huge mistake. Terrible. You can't be doing that in that situation. Like, two knows a dangerous score. Um, and, and to do that, I mean, that literally brought him in back into the game, brought Arsenal back. Like, that, you can't. You can't shoot yourself in the foot like that if you're if you're expecting to, you know, exceed expectations, whatever everyone else thinks. Like I, like this was definitely winnable. It just, just yeah, absolutely. Well, uh, here's the thing: it should have been a win for Chelsea. It should have been three points. But big picture, if you came in thinking you'd get a, take a point from Arsenal, I think you take that. But I, 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 I would. Well, it should have. It should have been a win. It should have been a win. I'm not denying that. I mean, they gotta win these fucking the, games. The big picture, big picture, getting a point from Arsenal is not the end of the world. No, big, big picture. They're playing sure. better overall. Yeah, I think is the it's real translating to more points going down long term. But yeah. when you're challenging for a European spot in May, they're not challenging this look- year. <laughs> I mean, uh, Jake, they're, Jake, they're, I think Jacob can admit that. They're not challenging this year. Maybe Conference League. They're not challenging this I mean, year. That worries me. And I, yeah, and I know. Is. I know. That's what I'm saying. But I don't think they're even going to challenge for Conference League. I think they'll but challenge. I don't I know. Think I, mean. the, I think they'll challenge. I, I what, do. what worries me, last, lastly, what worries me, and I've talked about this with Christian, is that Chelsea has this weird thing every year where it, when winter time comes, they fall apart. It happens every single season. It happened last year over the winter. It happened the year before that. It happened the year before that. It, it, it happens every time, with the exception of like the times where they've won the league in the last decade. But otherwise, they've just fallen apart at, at in the you know months from December to like January, February. And I'm very worried about that, especially with the gauntlet that they have now. But we'll see. I don't know. I just I I mean yes, I I I should be a little bit more positive because they got a point. But I'm just tired of not beating Arsenal. You know, I want to beat my damn rivals. Okay, I'm sick and tired of not beating my rivals in all with all my sports teams. <laughs> hey, uh, so would you consider this the most important stretch of the season coming up? It is because of the fact because of the teams that they have to play all right. at once. You know, if they can, if they can take. I, I I can't remember how many games off the top of my head, but if they can get like two wins, and just my whole thing is don't get embarrassed. Just don't get embarrassed. Just don't get embarrassed. That's the big thing. If you're gonna lose, don't get embarrassed from standpoint where you get killed like five nothing. No, none of that. No, none of that. No more two. No, and also no more two nil up and draw. No, no. That or, I mean, the, or only, the only team that'll do that is probably City. But even then, considering how yeah. how much better they're playing defensively and as a team, I think that I I don't know. They'll, yeah. they'll keep it competitive. I think, but that's for down the line, really. Yeah. Um, before we transition, I'll go through the four games for Chelsea that get them through the end of November. Jacob, you give me points. You have Chelsea at, or you have, excuse me, you have Chelsea versus Brentford there. Chelsea's at home. Then you play Tottenham on the road. Then you play City at home. And then you finish off November playing Newcastle away. How many, how many points to those four matches would you say? So it's, it's, what is it? It's Brentford at home. Brentford home, Tottenham away. City at home, Newcastle away. What do you think they'll get and what do you find acceptable, I guess? is One, they have to be Brentford. I will not accept a draw. I'm, a draw is, that too, and a draw against Brentford. And I know that they're not terrible. They're a decent side. But you, you have to win the damn game, sorry. Because, of, because, more importantly, of what you have coming up. And I'm worried because I don't think... The fact that all those games are away really concerns me. Well, Even City's they... at home. City's at home, but <sighs> it's, it's City. Uh, no, yeah, but like, I, mean... I think I think they they can maybe get five, six points. Yeah, yeah. probably five. I mean, I think Newcastle away is going to be a, a brutal match. I oh, I definitely. <laughs> yeah, all right, judging off where they played today too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I. I I, Newcastle, their their demise to me was greatly exaggerated. <laughs> I just, yeah, I stand by that. 
Um, I think this is a good time to transition to another match that went on uh, during the 10 o'clock slot for us in America, Brighton versus Manchester City. Uh, Brighton were poor at points in the first half, but really picked it up in the second half, almost got an equalizer. They scored late, but ended up losing 2-1. Andrew, your thoughts? I I had two, I was on record two weeks ago uh, conceding this law and not on the podcast but openly to some other friends conceding this law like as a law so I was just like yeah like you know Man City no way Brighton beats Man City I was like no way I didn't even I mean maybe a draw like I was like okay maybe but I was like no way so the fact that they kept it two one you know it's about what I expected I'm I'm not I'm not like too happy but. I'm like, you know, I'm not disappointed either. Like, it's about what I expected. Uh, Brighton's back line is awful. Uh, I expect, uh, to be honest, I'm shocked Man City only scored two goals. Um, I think that's a win in itself for Brighton <laughs> by only allowing two goals. And the fact that, I'll say this too, positive for Brighton, Ansu Fati scoring is a, a nice little positive. Mm. Um, you know, Ricardo and I were talking about this before the show. Uh, started like the fact that like I have to root for a Barca player now is um, kind of sad, but I don't think he'll ever be going back. So um, I'm fully I'm fully on board the Ansufati train at this point. Uh, even though I was very much against it when it happened, um, but overall, I'm just you know muscle menos. I'm just like, you know, whatever. It, it happened. I, I'm not. I'm not. Dis, I'm not disappointed. I'm not pleased. I'm just in the middle. They should have equalized it at the end. I, if I had to be disappointed about one thing, it's that. Um, and I mean, let's talk about fucking. As Ricardo said, Mitoma undressing Kyle Walker. <laughs> I don't mean oh. that sexually. I mean, oh. that. No, you guys, yeah. have you guys oh. not heard that? <laughs> have you guys no. not heard that he undressed the defender? No, maybe. Okay. No, I, 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 I have. I have. I have. I have. Okay, fine. I, I, no, I was no, like, no. I, I guess just, I'm, just, I'm, I'm just, I just, I just wanted to point that out that Ricardo is just, you know, praising Mitoma. Uh, <laughs> fresh off his, fresh off an extension, by the way. Yes. Oh, yeah. oh, here we go. Very happy. <laughs> I was I was tearing what's, up. What's Happy the release, tears. What's the release clause? <laughs> Two billion. No, no what, do you, I'm bullying No, I actually I don't know the release clause. Um, uh, I don't think there is there a release clause. I didn't. I, I thought Fab didn't even put in the release clause. Every man I, has I a didn't price. See anything about it either? But I don't think. Wait. Uh, new Let's contract. See. No, they don't have one, but they yeah. value them at seventy million supposedly. Yeah. Hey, I, I, I would too. I think. I mean, hell, if they got a hundred uh, ten for Caicedo, I mean, what's Mitoma? Mitoma might be two hundred at this point. <laughs> but, but, uh, please, Todd Bully, you can take Mitoma. It's okay. No, you uh, love him. You don't want to. No, I love him. him. But if he, if Todd Bully's going to give two hundred, I mean, no, I mean, no. Go right we, ahead. we have Mudrick now. We have Mister Sixty Minute Man. <laughs> yeah, no, but honestly, me, I, I don't, I, I hope Mitoma doesn't leave. Uh, I, yeah. I, I love that guy so much, and he plays for the most underrated national team. Uh, the Japanese national team is yeah. so underrated, <laughs> brutally underrated, and um, so I'm, I'm happy he's getting his due in the Premier League. So, yeah, not, I'm not, not shocked, but you know, Maso Menos. <laughs> I mean, he could have scored twice, but he could have. But like, I'm not, I'm not that mad. It's Man City. Yeah, it's Man City. No, no, it's like like... I came in with expectations. Like I low, very low expectations. I, I, yes, they should have. I would have been overly ecstatic, but whatever. (laughs) On the next week. Um, and I, I think one thing to mention too, just I, I also got a chance to watch this. They are re- Manchester City's really missing Kevin De Bruyne, just that creativity that he provides to Haaland, to guys like Phil Foden, who's looked much better. Their midfield just looks a little shaky. I, I, overall, I think they look a little more vulnerable um, than they have in years past. I mean, they're making some stupid mistakes in the back. Akanji gets sent off. 
Um, Roger well, got sent off a couple weeks ago. What do you what do you think of uh, what's his name Doku? I, I think Doku's good. Um, I think he's still getting adjusted to the physicality of the league, but yes, this is a guy that's one of the more intriguing Belgian prospects. I think of uh, throughout Europe. Um, yeah. He was really good at Rennes, um, mm-hmm. like one of the more young, um, talented players that was coming out of Liga, but. Um, I think they're really missing De Bruyne, and I think they're really missing a fully fit Jack Grealish. No. Well, yes, but you know they're also now that De Bruyne is out, they're really missing Ilkay Gundogan. Yes, really missing yeah. Gundogan. Yeah. I mean, yes, Kovacic is solid. He's not the Gundogan replacement. Uh, like they're so, uh, they're not, not even close. Not even close. And I can and, and I very and I different just, styles. I know a lot about Kovacic having watched him play. Yes. He's a fine player. He could not shine Ilkay Gundogan's shoes. I'm sorry. Good. So I mean, not even, not even. They shouldn't even be in the same yeah. sentence for cry, for crying out loud to me. But I mean, I, I think the world of Ilkay Gundogan. But still, I mean, Mikovic is fine. He he's a good signing for what for what they got him for. He's great depth, in my opinion. The thing that I want to know is Calvin Phillips. All these injuries, he still can't get on the field. He, yeah, he's he, he, he couldn't even play when Rochi wasn't playing. Southgate still believes Rochi's backup. I just if, I find if, that very. If Phillips is there in January, I'll be I'll be surprised. Just no, he'll, he'll be gone. He'll get minutes for Euros and the next World Cup. I mean, what is he doing on the bench at this point for his own sake? Nothing. Like it's it doesn't help him. <laughs> so, yeah, it's. Yeah. Um, I think that's I think that's a good um, segue into a talk about a team that probably wasn't predicted to be in a title race, but right now going into uh, this window is top of the league, or they were top of the league going into this window of games. Tottenham title chance. How are we how are we feeling about Tottenham long term? You know who uh, <laughs> you know who Tottenham really needs right now. I don't know where you're going with this. I oh, yeah, I know. Jacob, uh, I think you would say Harry Kane. Correct the moon, Imagine, imagine this Tottenham side of Harry Kane. They <laughs> then they'd be winning the title. Oh That's the funniest God. part. They would win the title if they had a Harry Kane. <laughs> Listen, I I hate Tottenham uh, the, as a Chelsea rival almost as much as I hate Arsenal. But I hate to say, it, I think it'd be hilarious if they won the league. Without Harry Kane and he and Dortmund finished and excuse me, uh, Bayern finished second in the Bundesliga. Now that now that'd be hilarious. I'm sorry. You know, it, it's I, I hate I, I you know just paralleling different sports reminds me of Bryce Harper leaving the Nationals in baseball. Go yeah. to the Phillies. Oh, you're hurt, you're hurt immediately Ricardo. the next year. Yeah, that's well. The Nationals win the World Series. Why is he hurting Ricardo? He, it's Ricardo, not he, like he's not Ricardo's team. Well, the Phillies are. <laughs> No, I, he's not wrong. He's Should like, be on yeah. me and Andrew's team, but that's another uh, story. No, for another a different podcast. <laughs> yes. But um, yeah, no. Imagine, imagine, <laughs> imagine Harry Kane on this Tottenham team, a team that's much more creative. I think um, now. I think he, I, I think he I, break I, Holland's record. <laughs> now, I do think Son is playing at a, another level of Kane gone. That's a difference. You know, I want. I, that's something to talk about too. If Harry Kane is still there, would Son be playing at this level? But um, honestly, Tottenham. I I hate to say this because I'm not. You know, I love seeing Tottenham like downfall every year. Sure. As I as do I. <laughs> but I they have they have a solid chance. There's not a lot. I mean, the top teams look shaky right now this year. Yes. There, there's a there, there's good. I think there's. I mean, at least on the top end of clubs. There's a, a, a good amount of parity. Like, I don't think there's one clear. I mean, Man City's still, I think, like, yeah, class. But as you astutely alluded to, De Bruyne is out and they're not playing the same way that they have been. So I, I think the Premier League is wide open for the top clubs. So I think that automatically gives Tottenham a chance. For me, until I see City not win the league. I'm gonna. Th- I I think they're. I, I just have the feeling they're gonna win the league every year. I'm sorry. I I can't. I'm not gonna uh, pick against them until I see them go down. I just can't because to me they're they're that good and they're worthy of that kind of uh, praise and recognition. The thing that I want to I'm thinking about with Tottenham, which I think will be interesting, 
is if they have a really good shot at the title in January, and they never do this, will they spend in January? That's what I want to know. Because yeah. I think the the Daniel Levy, who does not like the you know, is active, but has the autonomy have known to not spend a lot of money in the, in the transfer market. It's been their mo for a very long time. Will he see or think, man, I have a team that's really on the brink of winning a title here for the first time ever or whatever, and maybe this is the time where I, I go big. You know who would be perfect for Tottenham? N- not Harry Kane. Not okay, Harry good. Kane. I was about to say, please tell me someone else. <laughs> no. Uh, Victor Oseman. Oh, no. That's it's where I'm name. No, no, name. no. No, it's a name. No, I know. I know. I'd hate it too, but – Man, oh, that make me sick. Victor Osiman with his pace making runs with James Madison finding him <laughs> up the middle, like that'd be deadly, unstoppable. I oh, I know. Um, and I think, and I, I actually think that'd be a a pacier striker would be a better fit than let's say a Harry Kane when you have a James Madison. Like I think that that's a better fit for me. And yeah. so, son, right now. Name. Son right now, it's almost it's similar, not to, to the same extent. It's almost like you know when Ronaldo was was at Real Madrid and he had Benzema with him all those years. I always feel like Benzema had to defer to let Ronaldo have his shine, score all the goals, and do these things. But then when Ronaldo left, Benzema was like, "It's my time to shine. It's my time to be the man." And he stepped up in a massive way. For me, that's I I feel like it's like that at Tottenham, not to anywhere close to the same extent, obviously, but. In a, in a different kind of way. And I've I've thought Son's been a good player for a very long time. Mm-hmm. I've I you know they got him from I forgot even forgot the German team they signed him. Leverkusen. Like, was Leverkusen. Leverkusen. Oh was it? I thought it was oh no they and Hamburg the way he's put it his rise has been like a rocket and he's really taken off and you know I I think it's a great that he's got the armband now as far as being the captain. I think he's very worthy of that. You have to admire the fact that he wants to be there and he loves playing for Tottenham. And I think that he's stepped his game up as far as along with stepping up his abilities as a leader. Yeah, I think it's very clear he's become a much better leader since Harry Kane's departure. And um, yeah, no, Tottenham doesn't look dysfunctional right now. That's the funny. That's the funniest part. They don't look dysfunctional. So you know, whatever the case may be, uh, I, I'm not happy for their fans. <laughs> <laughs> Me neither. But uh but but you know they're they're playing very good football right now. Uh, I think one thing we do need to allude to is giving their recruitment team a lot of credit. They've done yeah. fantastic in the market. Udogi's been maybe the best young left back in Europe. One certainly one of them. Um I think he's been outstanding. Vanderven's been um a fantastic center back. And again, I think James Madison, um, I'll continue to say this, the most underrated signing of the summer. Um, I don't think it's underrated anymore. No, no. I think I think, uh, I think that's fair. But I think going into the season, he definitely was is under, no. under the radar. So At then he was, but to me. Yeah, um, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, but yeah, anyway, I think yeah, then, then yeah. very underrated, now clearly the most important player in this team. But again, going off what we've talked about, we're one in injury for James Madison away from – them losing a ton of creativity and they're back up to play the tennis Giovanni uh, Lo Celso, who's not He's still there. Yeah. Um, wow. yeah. Which is, and I, I just didn't even know he was at the club until I saw him feature earlier in the season, but I think Tottenham's in it though. Uh, I think Andrew's right. There's vulnerability to Manchester city. As we saw today, Arsenal for 65 minutes, Liverpool doesn't look, um, strong defensively, um, certainly in moments where they're being countered. So I think right now, as long as Tottenham can remain healthy and like Jacob said, maybe a January um, of moves, which they could really use an upgrade over Charleston. Uh, that's one name I think they really need to. He's good as a, he's good as a sub, a guy who can make an impact off the bench for 20, 25 yeah, minutes. It wasn't worth the money they paid. I don't him. think he's playing the right position. That's also I think I think he's better on the wing. I feel like a lot of his yeah. missed time at Watford and even at certain periods at Everton, he was always better on like the right the right side or the left side or whatever. He was never he never seemed like a da- an out and out uh, center forward number nine to me. Yeah, and I know Kulusevski's been pretty good, so it's hard to put him there. But uh, I I don't think it hurt if if you're a post Chicago to put Richarlison I think where at a position where he's been more effective. 
you know, I, I Pulusevsky's amazing. Sorry, I just had to say no, that. Talk about talk about underrated players. Pulusevsky is very underrated in the prem right now, especially coming off a of poor but, twenty. What is it? Twenty twenty two, twenty three. Last yeah, last year he was yeah, it was very silent. After being really good the year before, and now he's back to being one of the better right wingers in the prem, which is exactly what Spurs wanted. Yep. Can I just add one thing? Yeah. The, I mean, their manager also deserves a lot of credit because, I mean, I feel like look at them. I mean, yeah, but, like, look, if, if we think about the teams in recent years under different managers, I feel like they were always more of a, I don't know, not as, I guess more defensive-minded. They were more like, you know, they weren't that great, that big of a threat attacking-wise. Even with Harry Kane, I feel like it was just more being compact. And, and But I, I feel like under – under how do you say his name? Postacoglu. Ange Postacoglu. Ange, yes. <laughs> I feel like they're more, big Ange. I feel like they're they're a bit more free flowing. It's just like they're actually kind of fun to watch now. But um, it's it's yeah. I I think they're definitely added more at least attacking wise. They're definitely more more of a threat on that front. So yeah, they they with with the the solid back line and, and midfield. And, um, yeah, I think they definitely could pose a threat. I don't know. It's, it's going to be tough against the bigger mm-hmm. teams, but they're, they're playing well. Yeah, I think we'll have to see towards January, um, see if they can get to the turn of the year in this same spot, which is certainly possible, but we'll have to wait and see. I think this is a good time to switch over to uh, a very interesting topic. Uh, Ricardo, Andrew, and myself were lucky enough to go to Germany versus the United States. Um, in Hartford, Connecticut, for their friendly over the international break. Um, guys, you want to discuss this, uh, how the experience was? Please. They're getting out of the stadium. Oh, he's got he's got <laughs> it. Uh, mine's upstairs. <laughs> Mine is awesome. to have it in here. <laughs> uh, now I'm wearing yeah. it the rest of the time. <laughs> uh, I'm so happy we got the scarf. They The scarves were all sold out uh, pre-match outside. They had like a uh, – like a, uh, <laughs> Almost a, a vendor truck selling yeah. USMNT merch, and uh, that we got we got a tip that they were more inside, so we lined up at the gate, and luckily we were one of the first people at the gate, like even 20 minutes before the gates opened, and we just ran. We're, we're right over. We're, <laughs> we came in right near a merch stand, and we were like, "Okay, take our donation." Uh, <laughs> scarf, <laughs> scarf. We needed a scarf. But, uh, <laughs> no, um, honestly, it what what an unreal experience i know like it's a disappointing result not what we wanted but the atmosphere was incredible it was a great atmosphere except you know some of about, the guys behind us were guys behind us, but, individuals but uh <laughs> but, times. but uh it, it, so uh, we got to talk about this one of the worst chants oh please yes i think i've ever heard in my life i don't think jacob's heard this yet so this, is, this is gonna be an incredible reaction oh, i'm gonna like mute this <laughs> I don't know he, he kept chanting whenever germany <laughs> took possession in our corner we had the um i mean we we're on the tv hard cam side so we were like bottom left corner of the pitch um and um <laughs> whenever germany would take possession there the, the guy behind us said screamed suck 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 you suck the worst chant ever and he uh, screamed it every 10 seconds if i was there he it was he was right done that the whole game behind ricardo literally yeah. it got to the, there were there was a a fun German uh, family in front of us. Oh, the, the father was so, so annoyed. <laughs> he, he he turned around. He's like, "Have you had your fun?" <laughs> he was like, "Have you had your fun?" In a thick German accent. He was uh, like, that, that he was like every ten minutes, not every minute or whatever." Oh yeah, he yeah, recorded it once. Yeah, but Just and then, but then it got worse because. <laughs> Yeah, they didn't. Yes, they stopped doing it every ten seconds, but then the whole row started doing it. It was oh, a group of oh group. no, like oh man, it got bad. And then they were start. They started talking a bunch of crap about the the guy who it was like, you know, the German. Yeah. Guy. Like, oh, yeah. a little annoying, but whatever. It was fun. Uh, I mean, there are a lot of German fans, a lot yeah. of Germany fans, shockingly a lot. Um, but. 
hey, no, it was a great time. Um, it's like you're at a, it's like you're at a Rams game. Yeah. <laughs> oh. yeah, a Chargers sorry. game. <laughs> yeah, the Stan Kroenke experience. It's like you're at SoFi. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, hey, grass pitch. I, I was reading up pre-match. I, I was shocked to see a grass pitch. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It was a turf stadium, uh, so I guess they rolled in the grass pitch, and I didn't seem to cause any injuries. So hopefully more stadiums uh, before the World Cup switch to grass fields. Um, take notes, NFL. Take notes. Yeah. Um, it, I mean, it, completely clean from my perspective. Um, but um, if you want to get a little more deeper into the match um, – Christian Polistic's goal. Oh my goodness! That was, was some right, goal. I wasn't right there, but that was some goal. I couldn't believe it. <laughs> uh, one of the, uh, it was one of the best live sports experiences, um, I think I've ever been a part of. Absolutely, <laughs> Christian Polistic's goal, and uh, the fact that it was a Mark Andre Terstegen yes. made it so much better. <laughs> Farce of fraud. <laughs> oh, I was so happy. I mean, I wasn't happy that Pulisic beat Rudiger uh, to get <laughs> whatever. That's, a, that's but, that but, but we'll, we'll leave that aside. We'll leave that aside. <laughs> um, the yeah, I guess the other. I'm sorry. Backtrack a little. We're going all over the place. Just fanboying that all these German, like the German warmups, were right in front of us, and we we're just fanboying. Specifically, <laughs> me. I was fanboying the whole oh. time. Over who? Everyone. Rudiger. Uh, I was like, all these guys I, I are. Love, no, I was like, I, all I these love, guys I love made Tony it. To, I was like, all these guys made it to East Hartford, Connecticut, <laughs> out of all places. <laughs> out of all places in the world, they came to East Hartford, Connecticut, and you know, in front of us is Ilkay Gundogan, practicing of Thomas Mueller. <laughs> <laughs> Like, who would have guessed? But, um, no, um, I the biggest change, um, in the game was Greg taking out Gio Reyna at halftime. That that ruined the U.S.'s chances. I mean, I understood Gio was coming back from injury, yeah. uh, even at club level. So, I mean, um, I got it, but Luca Della Torre did not look good. You know, that's uh, not the only reason why I took him out. Okay. <laughs> we're not doing this. Am I wrong? We're not doing this. Uh, yeah, I, I would that's... hope that's the only reason. You need Let's to be on that, that red table talk with uh, Jada Pinkett Smith. That's Jacob. Jacob. <laughs> I need no, to but... too. Um, but Germany, yeah, they scored three fairly quick goals in the second half. I'd say within twenty minutes. I I, I don't have the game in front the, of me. The first one was at the end of the first half. And, and then they like Oh right, yes, yes. How can I forget that one? And the then one goal. I think you're right. I think two were scored in maybe like a three. Within or four like the first minutes. 15, 20 minutes yeah. of the second half. Um, and then and then Nogglesman, who by the way looked like an idiot in that flannel. <laughs> uh, thought it was Fashion Week. He thought it was Mahoney's in Poughkeepsie. You know? okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's going out to the bar. It was bold. I, I you gotta respect bold. I mean, it's still. I mean, I. Still better than Berhalter. <laughs> okay, yeah. But, Sorry, listen, uh, wait, uh, our, uh, our manager dresses with the stupid merch. <laughs> could, you, could you get worse merch than that? Just states. states. I mean, I mean, well, I mean, okay. who designed that? This one, who the hell designed that and thought that was a that was like uh, a good shirt? I want to get in touch with Nike's designers because I mean, you got to be kidding. To get off topic, but have you seen the new U.S. kits that Nike is supposedly designed? Nike's, it's like the, it's like the Chelsea kit. There's nothing on it. Yep, nothing on it. Nothing on it. Chelsea exactly. finally found a sponsor, but anyway, <laughs> Nike's kits are too basic. Anyway, I'm yeah, yeah. But anyways, yeah, um, yeah. But then, yeah, then we came three one, and then uh, Nagelsmann brought in Kai Havertz, and they didn't score again. <laughs> um, and not, <laughs> not a coincidence. But yeah, I mean, the second half was definitely quiet from us. Mm. We were more lively in the first half. Uh, very depressing second half. But some positives we could take away. Second half, Brendan Aronson actually looked decent. Yep. For the first time in a while. Yeah. Um, he's been struggling at club level for Berlin. 
Happy to see him when, when our best players were taken out. He took a big step up and he was making good runs. So happy to see that. Um, I mean, our, our I mean, I don't want to say our, our back line was poor. Uh, let's be honest. Like in the second half, especially going in, in like we just, we, I mean, Serginio Dest cannot play defense for his, I mean, we've known this for years, but go. he can't, he can't play defense for his life. Um, now it did look like Greg was playing him more as a uh, left wing back. Uh, at least in the first half, yep. uh, which was an interesting sight. Um, I don't know if I like that against Germany. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if I want to expose our back line against Germany like that, uh, especially when Leroy Sané is – I mean, to be fair, Serge did play good on-ball defense. In the first half. Uh, in the first half. Good pressing on Sané. But in the second half, it totally fell apart. And um, it seems like every turn – like Sane could just make it in an instant in a snap. Sane Musiala, uh, they were all at will going into the, the final third. So that was a problem. Um but overall it was a fun time. Can't complain. I, I felt like I've talked too much. Go on, please. Uh I'll just say I mean, what's what's not a political goal, Mike? Yeah, that was that unreal. Was, we were all hugging each other. I was like, "Wow, did that really just happen?" Like that was so surreal. <laughs> um, but I mean, oh, I should probably also say this too. We got interviewed for like some oh, yeah. what, what was the newspaper or whatever. CT Insider. Like, yeah, yeah, that's what it was. Um, some guy came up to us before the game and like is asking us a few questions. I thought that was like cool. That, Very that random. Came fun. out of nowhere. We we're just walking to the fan fest. <laughs> Yeah, and this guy just comes up behind us, and I mean, very nice guy. Yeah, um, oh, yeah. And oh, Jacob. <laughs> what? What do you have to say? Huh? No, no. It seems a little suspicious. That's all. What do you mean suspicious? It was actually you said you said he came out of nowhere, and you know, just well, I mean, <laughs> well, I, mean I mean, that is what it happened. Yeah, it was just it caught us off guard, but no, no, it, it was cool. It was it was. That that part of it too, and then I eventually found the story which I sent to you guys. But <laughs> I told you guys I'd find it. That's that. That's did did you all get quoted? Yeah, uh, yeah I'm not sure. I did. Yeah, did we, we did. We're all, we're all just more like, yeah. I said, what, did you guys not read it? <laughs> no, I, I mean I didn't. I like I read honest. through it, but I didn't. I I kind of glanced, but I didn't see our names. Well, what was the point of me sending it to you then? If you weren't gonna read it, <laughs> hey, I, I I'm busy. At, no, I'm busy we at we work. all came up. <laughs> And also, just just to say this, I do this at work <laughs> because I was sitting there doing nothing. So I'm like, let me just find oh. this story. <laughs> wow. it was, I was on high heat too, uh, you know, mad dog. Oh, no wonder you weren't doing anything. You couldn't <laughs> find the clip. Sorry, but sorry. <laughs> yeah, I digress. Um, <laughs> no, that that was overall just just really cool like, experience. I mean, I hadn't ever like. I mean, I'm pretty sure you guys said this too that like hadn't been to like an international game before even yeah. if it was just a friendly but um friendly. It, it definitely was not a friendly atmosphere it i was gonna say no it was not yeah, with, with, with the with the guy behind you it definitely wasn't a friendly atmosphere. like it couldn't have been that guy could not have been more obnoxious it, it, it was funny at first but like it was just uh relentless <laughs> and fair enough and and he even said like oh if you wanted to like sit or like be like wanted it to be quiet or whatever you should have stayed at home and watched it on your tv i'm like you know what? that's a valid point yeah. <laughs> or that i agreed with him on but there are also two chelsea fans not the, not the same guys behind us but a couple of rows above us who when kai havertz is warming up to get on <laughs> uh started screaming at kai havertz that he you know he sucked and is a disgrace to the sport and true uh <laughs> If I was uh, there, I would have been. I would have put up a fist, a fist in solidarity with them. <laughs> but uh, uh, yeah, yeah, we, I think we even said that. Like Jacob would have joined in or something. Like, uh, and, and he swapped. He swapped kits with Pulisic after the match. Oh, yeah. but not Rudiger. <laughs> what's his name? Pulisic didn't swap with Rudiger. Hmm. Whatever. No. I, I don't really care. They're two guys. To, uh, <laughs> I'm, you know, I'm not gonna do this. I'm, 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 I'm not gonna do it again. All right. But uh, we also saw our, our professor there, Leander, yes. uh, who was covering the game there. Actually. Shout out. 
Yeah. <laughs> I mean, cool. hopefully he watches this and sees this part. He probably won't, but <laughs> no. No, but, but seeing him there was cool. I was like, I knew he was going to be there. I just had a feeling. It was just, I was telling Christian before we even went there, I was like, you know, I bet you Leander's going to be there. And then, of course, I texted him and he's like, yeah, I'm going to be there. And so, uh, that, that was cool. And Andrew got me a beer. <laughs> yeah. So I bought Ricardo a beer because I don't think we mentioned this in the pod, but happy birthday, Ricardo. That was like uh, two weeks ago. But... Two weeks ago. I know. <laughs> well, I know. You. I know. I don't think we mentioned it. Uh, Jacobs is a few days away, as he mentioned earlier. But yeah, for Ricardo's birthday, I bought him a Sam Adams Oktoberfest. Uh, <laughs> That's pretty good. <laughs> and uh, Christian got a Mott's apple juice. Yeah. <laughs> yes, for apple juice. <laughs> um, but, um, I don't even know what else. To say. I'm just talking more about the experience overall. <laughs> I, I just, I don't know. I, I enjoyed it a lot. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, a lot of things you guys mentioned, I, I believe as well. Um, you know, one thing we should mention too is that there was a much better performance uh, against Ghana, um, which I <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> did not attend that game um, down in Nashville. But um, <laughs> what what I will say is, I think Gio Reyna is, if not the most important, he's right up there as one of the most integral pieces to this um, development of our national team. I think. Um, especially in the game against Ghana, he was active doing so many different things, creativity, goals. I mean, this is a guy that actually when fit is one of the most important and one of the more talented players in the squad. I mean, Pulisic's up there, Balogun's come in and been very impactful. But I think I think Gio Reyna's absolutely right up there. I think he's going to need a move from Dortmund um, at club level. I think Edson Turcic, I think that's how you pronounce his name. Um, yeah, just doesn't play him enough. Um, and he made an impact over the weekend or on Friday <laughs> no. at club level, but not going to yeah, Chelsea. Sure. Just if, if, he wants to go to, if he wants to go to Chelsea, he'll probably sit the bench. But um, yeah, I, I just think he's a guy that needs to get more minutes at club level. And once he does, I think he'll really flourish. Obviously, the injuries are a valid yeah. concern, but. I think Gio Reyna needs to be playing both at club and international level to really fulfill his full potential, regardless of what's gone on with Greg. Because th- I think that's his parents need to that. keep their mouth shut. That's true too, but yes. But I think um, if just to quickly wrap that up, I think if he can put everything off the field, just if it can be quieted down, nobody's worried about that, and he can just play his football. I think we're going to see a guy who's now twenty start to flourish over the next two years, and hopefully he's going to be a nailed-on starter by 2026. I don't think it's even a debate. He is our most important player. I mean, you see the difference when he gets out of the game compared to, like, you know, a, a Pulisic yes. or, like, at least Balogun, you know, Ricardo. There is a drop-off to Ricardo Pepe, but, oh, like, man. but it's not the drop the, 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 the Yes. yes. We, the significance – of having a 10. Now, what if Malik Tillman's healthy, that's a different story too. Because I think that would help out. Like if, if Gio gets subbed off for Malik Tillman, someone of his quality, then okay, you could live with that. But we don't really have a backup 10 other than Malik Tillman. Um, so once Gio comes out of the game, I mean, yeah, we could change formation and play with a defensive mid, but we play so much better with a number 10. So it's night and day yeah. how much better we play. With BJ Ball. With B- that's <laughs> that's Ball. right, Jacob. That's right. <laughs> yep. He changed the game. Anthony, well, it started with Hudson. Hudson who's having, 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 having a rough stretch in Qatar right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, he just lost, what was it, 5-0? He just lost? Something it's been like really that. Yeah, yeah, really bad in Qatar. <laughs> RIP, Anthony Hudson. Loved his, loved his pressers. <laughs> but um but yeah bj ball still there but um no G- i think geo by far he's our most creative player yes um, easily easily i think I, I, it's even a question um now pulisic could play to 10 but then you have a prominent wing position if which is uh, why we need Julio show we, which is exactly <laughs> why we need luca Julio who some somehow mind-numbingly burnley's benching him <laughs> It doesn't make any sense. Uh, they're gonna get uh, relegated. Yeah, yeah whatever. Yeah. Uh, but 
Um, yeah, no, Gio's our most important player. I don't think it's even a debate. Yep. Um, I think that's a perfect way to transition into some more international talk. There seems to be a striker problem, uh, specifically with some teams or the bigger teams, I would say, in Europe. Um, Germany, as we watched, um, I think has got one. Netherlands in particular, um, and even some other ones. I, I think this is a good discussion to have um, because as we move towards the Euros and the 2026 World Cup, some of these big teams who have great defenses, great midfields, are going to fall short if they cannot fix their striker problem. Yeah, I mean, we were just watching Germany, and we we're like, Nicholas Fulkrug is the starting <laughs> striker for Germany, and we we're like, oh yeah, yeah, there really is no one else. <laughs> like, <laughs> like it, 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 it's kind of it's kind of sad to see that there is a striker shortage. But then you you think about it for a little bit. Think of the best strikers in the world. Names name some. Holland. Yep. Norway. Is Mbappe a nine? I would consider him. Mbappe, I'd consider as a yeah, yeah, striker. But then that's that's the other problem. The teams that have very good strikers who are are the best European teams, and they have infinite strikers in their international depth pool. So you know, a lot of the a lot of countries don't have striker depth. It's 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 kind of crazy. Uh, think like Brazil right now. I I mean, Richarlison is their starting striker right now. Yeah. What? Yeah. Oh yeah. I think I think it was him and and Gabby Jesus. Yep. Yep. Still, I mean, during Commonwealth qualifiers, Firmino's old. Yeah, I forgot about that. Yep. No, Richarlison. So, um, I mean, I mean, Osiman's not Nigeria. Yeah. I mean, Lewandowski, Poland. Lewandowski's Poland. Like, that's, you know, it's a big problem. Big problem right now. I mean, Germany haven't had one since, I feel like. Yeah, literally. And he was old as dirt. (laughs) But he's still producing the world. I'm not denying that. I'm just making a. No, I know. I'm just like, uh, I, I don't. I, I find this so strange. Like, why is this an issue? Because Netherlands have had striker problems for a while. This isn't new. I mean, well, imagine I mean, what they do with Robin van Persie right now. Oh my God. <laughs> oh, I'm saying that'd be something. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that's a good yeah, point. Jer- They're missing one because right now it's if, if Belgium's about to have a striker problem. Oh, yeah. they're gonna have a lot of problems. I mean, <laughs> I mean, Lukaku's what now? Thirty-two. He's that. I thought he would. Really- I think their problem's going to be at the back. That was going to be those. That's, that's the whole team's going to be back. More of their issues are defensively. Yeah, he's thirty. Lukaku's thirty. Really? Thirty. I'll just say I don't think he's thirty. He's, he is, he's just he just looks older than he actually is. Yes, yeah. yeah, so he's also been around for a while. He he got into yeah, the first, he got into first team football pretty early. Yes. Yeah. He, he but like. It's it's just I feel like the sport itself like a lot of like there's so like youth academies like across Europe at least and just it's I almost guess, like I mean, the striker is being devalued and the def- the defensive it, midfielder like, is I like the just, new why is that like, I don't I don't know well, it doesn't make any sense to me there's more there's much more emphasis on wing players oh yeah, that too that, right well, that's that's yeah. the wing yeah I mean look at the wingers oh, Germany has look at the um, yeah. Wingers, other countries. I mean, Brazil. Look at all all these countries that don't have amazing striker play. Have decent, have pretty good to decent wing play. France, so yeah. France. France has thrived for years with, with Giroud. And, well, Fran- France is one of the sides that will, you know, they they don't have a strike. <laughs> they don't really have a striker problem. It doesn't so, matter. Uh, yeah, they had a controversy. That's a different. They had a story. controversy, but <laughs> it's not exactly. Uh, they they have plenty of depth at striker. <laughs> that's that's not an issue for them. Yeah. So they're, they're I think, one of the few. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, and that's the thing. The the cl- the the international sides that don't have striker problems have a ton of striker depth. That's the thing. Like and who? Like who? I think I think Portugal has one. Port- when you look at yeah. Diego Jota and I mean Ronaldo yeah. scoring, no matter Jalo what, Ramos. Jalo Ramos, Jao Felix has yeah. come on. I mean, they're loaded too. Yeah, I think. I mean, hate to say it, I think England is okay. 
Um, now they don't have yeah. the best, but they they have okay they have depth. depth. They have depth. Yeah. Like you know, I'm not the they biggest. Have plenty enemy. of depth. Just it's not doesn't mean it's the you best. You know, I'm not. I've already said I'm drop off, but yeah, it's still I, I, like you already know. I I don't. I can't stand Eddie and Ketia, but I don't know why. At least they have depth. Uh, that's better than a lot he's of these. Pretty serv- he's pretty serviceable, if you ask me. <laughs> yeah, um, I'd agree with that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Italy right now is not like. I mean, they were starting Skamaka. Skamaka is starting, yeah. I mean, that's a guy who's not had any success at club level for the last yeah. year no, and a half. Like they, they have, like, Immobile. They have. Yeah. Um, uh, is it too that? late to bring back Mara Bellatelli? <laughs> <laughs> Are we gonna? Have, how he's, have still playing. he's playing in the Super League. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know how he's playing still. I, I respect that, but <laughs> he's only is he, is he like thirty two? He's like thirty six. No, no, I, no I, I looked this up the other day actually. He's not thirty. My guy, yes. Mario He's thirty three. Are you kidding? Or something? Let's that means see. he has seven good years left. Yeah, thirty three. <laughs> Just turned 33 in August. Yeah, he'll just pull his lap down and, you know, I don't know, play until he's 40. <laughs> that, that'd be awesome. But, um, yeah, we're a bunch of nobodies. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, thinking about like calling my both sides, I mean, Argentina, Julian Alvarez. And who, who, who I think I, I may have to owe an, owe an apology you, for. You've him. already given it. You want to give another one? No, no you know what I think? <laughs> I, th- I think Julian Alvarez is watching stoppage time Stooges. <laughs> <laughs> because ever since I ripped him to shreds uh, being a Ballon d'Or nominee, I think he's scored a goal in like almost every freaking game he's played. Yeah, he's, he's been pretty damn good. We're gonna... Shout out to Julian Alvarez for watching uh, this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um... <laughs> He's very in all seriousness. He's been very impressive. I mean, he just every game you just see him scoring another goal, and you're like, "Wait, what?" And you're like, oh, I guess it's starting to make more sense. Spain has a bunch of mid strikers. Morata oh. <laughs> performed well for Spain. He had yeah, scored a bunch of headers. Yeah, that's that's yeah. all he does. <laughs> that but is at least all scoring. he can do. Yeah, at least he's scoring. I guess. Imagine him taking a penalty. <laughs> <laughs> he's missing that. I wouldn't even take it. What am I saying? Uh, I mean, their back number nine is Hostelu, and I think Iago Aspas might still be in the mix. I don't know if he's also old. <laughs> Aspas is old, Hostelu is old. Like, they, have... but they still find a way to get into all these international tournaments and, and still finish. Well, Spain I mean, has Spain, they have talent all right. They have, okay. Yeah, they have talent in every yeah. other area. Yeah. Yes. yeah, 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 lots of young talent now, too. Yes. Barca. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, just look. I mean, Gavi is going nuts for Spain. Pedri. Pedri, yeah. 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 That's uh, tough. <laughs> no. Hate to see it. Fran Torres. That sucks. <laughs> Does he? I think he's overrated. I, I don't. I think. I feel like he. I don't think he's overrated considering I feel like he doesn't get any love. Because he didn't deserve it. He's like a forgotten stepchild. Javi hates him. Javi <laughs> hates no, a lot of things. Enough. <laughs> I mean, that's why Fatsy's gone, right? For now, at least. Yeah, yeah. He's, <laughs> he's, not, a, he's not part of his... <laughs> it's him with Dest, no. <laughs> not part of our future. Um, but, uh... Totally off topic. Scott McTominay has scored another goal. Are you Andy. kidding me? <laughs> it's it's one one right now, but Scott McTominay scored. They better win. And in all seriousness, obviously uh, today, a main Ned legend, Sir Bobby Charlton, passed yes. away. Yes. Very sad news. Probably, I think, obviously he played many many years ago, but he won a World Cup for England. He won a Ballon d'Or. Kind of underrated as far as like legends of the game, in my personal opinion. Like he had a goal, he had the goal scoring record for a very very long time. I think Rooney broke eventually. But he he held that record for a very long time. You always saw him at the Man U games. He's revered at the club. Obviously, very sad. Died at the age of eighty six, and I'm sure United today they're playing with a heavy heart and also a little bit of bit more juice, knowing that you know a win today. One, they're playing Sheffield, but two, a win to honor his memory would be something that I think is certainly uh, on their minds. Yeah, I'm definitely glad you mentioned that because that that came through in between the 7:30 and 10 o'clock kickoffs, and yep. 
it's I'm hope I'm hopeful that they did some sort of a tribute. They um, they, they must have. There's no way they um, couldn't have for that. But uh, I think that's all the time we got today. Um, a little of a shorter podcast, but we'll be back next week. Um, if there's any topics you'd like us to discuss next week, please well, let us know in the comments below. B- before and, we uh, do go, yes. I, I, sorry, sorry, Christian. Before we do go, go I, I think we should talk about this for maybe two minutes. Neymar. Yeah, I think we should talk about okay. Neymar just quickly. Um, his international career is over. Hey, he's done. It's not done. It's not. I don't I don't think it's, it's 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 a sad way to go out for him. But you know, I, I think the opposite. I shocked. think I think that this injury is going to drive him. His I think he's going to be more determined than ever in his entire career to prove he's not going to be the same. I I don't care. I don't know. I I don't know. He's name, still name. He's still Neymar. Okay. I mean, he's not. He's still one of the great players of this generation. That's delusion. But it's, it's an not ACL delusion. Too. It's an ACL, MCL. He's done. He's 32. I don't care. What, 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 what he's playing I... the Saudi league. He's done. He's I done. I don't care. It's no, sad. I, I don't think he's done. I, I think this is I think this is going to spur a great comeback. On I don't him. think he's back to America, but I think he's going to be in the mix. Oh, definitely will. I think I I don't know I, I'm not I'm I think not he gets writing I am not time. gonna write the book off on Neymar I'm just not I I just I don't think I I can't. fair enough to you but I, I no I'm a believer I'm glad writing's on the wall for him I think he, I think he's cooked it's sad it, it's a very sad way for him to go out um he, I mean at least at least he won the Olympic gold I guess uh, the <laughs> yeah. confederate he, he was a confederations cup winner right for Brazil. Um, did they so win the I Copa mean, America? No, Messi Messi won it behind closed yeah. doors. Yeah. I don't know if he's. I don't think he's ever won a Copa America. No, no. Before that, won a Champions oh, no, League, no. right? Yep, won a Champions League. I don't think his club career is over. Uh, I'm not going to no, internationally. Like, international, yeah. his international career is over. Yeah, uh, I'm not going. I, I I'm, I'm with Jacob here. I, I think there's a shot he's going to have. He also those. means a lot to Brazil. I mean, he means a lot. He's, he's been also he, to me. He's been the face of Brazil for a long time. Oh, absolutely. I'm not he denying is that. He's but... score all time also, but but he means but right now is a transition. Thing. It's a transition right now. It... I, yeah, I kind of agree. I feel like they're getting younger too. It's like... they're getting younger. I think more Brazilian fans are aligning with Vinny. Um, I, I I think I think with Ancelotti coming in. Next year, if that oh, does if happen, that, if, that happens, yeah. if it happens, I think that's gonna be a big spur for it too. So I, 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 I hate to see him go out this way internationally. I think he'll get a proper send. I think he will play Copa America, but I think I don't think he'll he ever be the same. That? Yeah, that's... I think he, they're saying he's he'd be back in like, uh, like May. I read. But no, really he's back in May. I, I read something about him trying to come back in May, but I mean, that oh, is he getting surgery like, from the Aaron? The person but but I, Aaron Rodgers, like what is yeah, going? I know, on? I know. I I read something about him coming back in May, but that's several. I I don't think I think it's risky, and I think oh yeah, it's that's a certain I, risk. Yeah, and I I don't know like he's not going to be the same. He's just not going to be the same. I I don't think it's worth it. I think. He he went out fighting for the World Cup qualification, and so I think it's he's going out on his terms. I, I'm sorry, I, I he, he yeah, I, but like it won't matter if I'm it, not denying he's going out on his. He's going to get a proper send off from. I'm not saying he's not getting a send off. It won't matter. If next he'll never be the same, him. and I don't think he'll play. You know, I don't think he's going to play and. Another massive big competition. I don't. Know, I, I don't. Know, I part, there's so, for some reason I just think that this may lead him to play the most inspired soccer of his life. I just do. I, I think he's gonna come back with a vengeance. I, I really do. I, I, I don't know. I just, I think Neymar of last year, he's been his name's been kicked around, his reputation's been kicked around, and I don't know. I just, to me, he as you, you say what you cares? want. Yeah, I honestly do think he cares. People would say that this is like he was distraught when he got hurt. I mean, he was like just. Dist- oh no, I, I watched it. He absolutely was, but I, like, I, I think he does care. I, mean, I think he cares about his legacy. I do. So, so then, why would he go to Saudi? 
Why would Benzema go to Saudi? I, I'm not. I'm not. Benzema, Benzema already accomplished. That's what everything. Yeah, like I don't think that's. I don't think it's. I think because that was. I think that was the fastest way out. That's why I think he went to Saudi. I think PSG was sure? just a mess, and he felt that that was the time to go. Yeah, I, I agree. And, and realistically, if we look at Neymar's club career recently, where was he going to go if it wasn't? If he, if yeah, he, like, he believed, and he's still been a good club player. I mean, he's. I mean, yes, yeah, but, no, no, that's he's not the issue. Good. The issue is the amount of money that the club would have had to pay. Right. That 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 right. is part of the problem. I, I just don't see like a. I don't. I didn't see a Prem club coming in. It would have been Barca, but Barca doesn't have the money to pull it off. Right. So. Somehow, yeah, he always yeah. was going to end up either leaving PSG or, I mean, he he was he was staying or leaving, and if he was leaving, he was going to go somewhere that was going to be able to afford him, which happens to be that league. So, I don't know. It's it's tough to call. I think I'm with Jacob here. I think Neymar somehow makes a comeback for Copa America or the World Cup. He's either he's going to rush himself back or he's going to be back for 26. That's my thought too. How old, he'll be like 35 for the World Cup. You thirty-five. I mean, Ronaldo's playing. Oh, wait. I mean, very He's different players. February. Oh no, he'll be thirty-four. He'll be thirty-four for the World Cup. He's playing <laughs> in the World Cup in twenty twenty-six. I think he. I think he plays. There's no way he doesn't. And I think. I don't know. I just think that it may, maybe it's his. If it's his last tour, I think he's going to leave it all out there. I really do. Mm. Crap! I, I may pick Brazil to win the World Cup right now. I mean. Ah. Uh. Do it right now. Futures twenty first of twenty twenty three. Jacob's calling a shot. Futures bet. Hey, you know what? Take your own words because I didn't listen to myself when I Maybe said Argentina was going to win it. Uh, no, yeah. U.S. U.S. is winning. Okay, all right. <laughs> winning what? Around the sixteen match, maybe. Third place. But... <laughs> Third place match. <laughs> That that'd be a shocker. That that'd be the greatest story in American soccer history. I, I place match. But anyways, yeah, I think that's uh we do need to go now though. Um, but it, I'm glad we got that in because uh, it's definitely an important conversation. Because as Jacob mentioned, one of the best players of this generation. But uh, as I mentioned before, please subscribe. Let us know if there's any topics you'd like us to discuss in the future, and have a great rest of your weekend.